The following is designed to entertain and inform, not provide medical advice. Always consult your doctor before starting any treatment. Spire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Jill Harris, your kidney stone prevention nurse. So this week, we promise we're doing a listener call. We won't go on any tangents, but speaking of tangent, the Pomodoro technique I mentioned to you off air that is something that since we came back from Miami has been super valuable for me. Some people might know about this, but it's I've done it before. I haven't done it recently and I forget how just how helpful it is. But it's essentially you can get an app, you can do whatever, you can set up a timer, but it's a 25-minute work period followed by a 5-minute break. And you just you cycle that. And it does something magical for clicking you out of maybe maybe a pattern that you're in that you don't realize. So say like if I'm like writing code or like programming or doing things like that, I can be just stuck on something and just almost wallow in that for a long period of time and just be like, I cannot figure it out. But the magic of having a forced stop moment, so 25 minutes, and then I actually now like we're back in Chicago, it's a winter, I get up and I just walk around the little loop in the house because you know how there's just hallway, living room, And it's just, it's a tiny little circle, but it gets me thinking again about different things. And I've found that I am just sort of like going for a walk around the block or whatever it is. My, the brain's allowed to put together new connections that active thinking wasn't making. And it's so dumb because I've done this before. Like so many times I've used it. I use an app, I think it's called Focus Keeper. It's just, it's just a timer, but it just toggles you in and out. And it's like, hey, go. And I remember that there was, I think, an author or a scientist or someone, like, like one of the like, iconic names from like 100 years ago or something, but he would be writing before bed and only stop mid-sentence to then go to sleep because he never wanted to be, have his thought finished. He wanted to have to finish it the next morning, which I thought is a really interesting approach that worked for him. And it's sort of what this Pomodoro does too then is you hit that 25 minutes and as as long as you're in your head and you're like, when I hear that bell ding, I'm going. Whatever I'm like, I am not finishing the thing that I'm in. Um, I found it very valuable. I just wanted to mention it. Just, I don't know. Yeah, that's really interesting. I wonder, you know, well, the whole walking and movement, you know, somebody a couple of weeks ago said, boy, Jill sure moves a lot in these videos. I do. I'm a, I'm a shaking and a rolling, a rolling and a shaking. Okay, I am. But movement helps me think. Mm-hmm. When I talk to patients, I'm walking. I'm like, okay, let me put this all together. Don't say nothing, Susie. Just let me walk and think about it. You know. But what I'm not understanding is, if I'm in my mode, why would I want to get up? What are they suggesting it does? Is it going to make it better? Am I going to, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's Or is this only if you're kind of stuck in something? So I find it valuable across the board for uh, doing like any sort of thought work, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like sort of like the stuff that we just do just across, like yeah. whether it's programming, whether it's working with patients or whatever. Yeah. It's 
it's giving the brain almost a moment to relax. And I think it might be somehow tangentially connected to what happens when we sleep. Because you know when you leave a problem unsolved, there's a percentage of the time when during sleep you figure out the solution. Like you're not trying. It's or right. maybe in the shower even. You know, you take a shower, yes. you have all those negative ions, they they just they improve all these feelings, but then somehow you're just like, Oh, I got it. I didn't think about it this way. Now I did. It's it's almost like a turnoff or something that gets us out of our own way, I think. I don't I don't know the mechanism. I didn't I haven't looked into it that deeply. Well, I've I'm only used it. I'm gonna try it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I'd be curious to hear your thoughts then. Sort of like how your experience is. But since we've been back from Miami, that's I've been doing that every day. I've been standing here, getting more activity and just like plowing through things that have taken What's a lot longer. Um, so the I use app? Focus Keeper. Um, that's the one I use. And it's just almost like a little slice of a tomato. Um, uh-huh. Because yeah, is Pomodoro a tomato? It might be something like that. I know that there's different Pomodoro like tomato ones. Tomato yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's the Pomodoro technique. So Anyway, All right, I'm gonna our... give it a try because I mean, there's always there's always a million different ways to focus, refocus. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times do we sit at our desk and beat ourselves up about you know we don't know how we're gonna fix how we're gonna fix it? What are we? And we just yeah, I I I, I get that. It's like your brain is just working in overdrive, and you know sometimes you just need to step away, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and it's hard if we don't have sort of someone forcing us to, at least for me, because I'll just sit there. I will be like, I am going to figure this out. But it's just a little ding on an app. But as long as I tell myself, no, I have to have to uh, abide or follow whatever this little Mm -hmm. ding, it's it's done wonders. And it it seems to just always uh, it always adds. And I do so much more in a shorter period of time. It's weird. It's it's just hard to hard to even quantify. Well, I'm gonna try it, and then I mean, obviously, we're taping a bunch of shows today, so yeah, who it'll knows be when yeah I'll down the line. I did, but mm-hmm. I'm yeah, no, I, listen, I mean, if we if we are not learning and growing constantly, I, I don't know what we're doing breathing. This mm-hmm. is what life is about. Always trying to figure out. Everyone who is listening, all of us, Jeff and I, everybody has problems. We all have stress. We all have stuff. So any tricks, any anything we can talk about and bring into the podcast and discuss and try to make something better, well, that's what it's about. We're all in the same boat here. It's like everybody has stress. Here's just another way or problem solving. This whole channel is about problem solving uh, your lifestyle. And if we can figure out new nifty ways to, you know, perhaps do something better well then i'm all for it so i'll definitely try it Mm -hmm. and i'm you know as far as like the whole movement thing uh, yeah i mean whenever i have particularly stress i know i i need to move Mm -hmm. Uh, i cannot just i'm not like you i'm not going to sit and sit there and try to figure it out i gotta move Mm -hmm. definitely yeah and that's Uh, a good habit to have that is that's a habit i never uh i personally just haven't built but i need that i need that prodding i guess but yeah. yeah, so with that, no question this week. And no. <laughs> we should we should dive into dive into the question before uh before too long. So this I is know. a question right. from uh Mary. Mary. Hi Jill. My name is Mary. I love your input. 
And I just wanted to ask you, I had my first stone a number of months ago, and I'm 80. I had to have surgery because it was a 14-millimeter one. And I'm doing everything you say. I eat lots of fruit and veggies. I use a salt shaker once, and I use Mrs. Dash with different things. And I try to drink a lot of water. Um, and how likely am I going to produce more stones when I've just had this? It took me 80 years to do this one. And I think um, I'm just going to mention that I'm five feet and I weighed around 125 pounds. But since I'm on this diet thing, I'm down to 111 and 112 pounds. And I feel good. But thank you for taking my call. Love you. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. I love Mary. As soon as I heard her voice, I'm like, Mayor, I love you. I love you too, Mary. Thanks for calling us. So the one thing, now, you know, I've done phone work for all these decades. So I, I'm i not seeing people when I speak to them. So I really listen to their indentation, how they say things, their cadence, all of, all of it. That's my clue on how somebody feels about what they're saying. The one thing, first of all, first of all, when you're 80, and you have a kidney stone. And that kidney stone, Mary, like you said, was very big. So now we have an 80-year-old who has a kidney stone. And she has to have a surgery. And none of you want a surgery. I don't care if you're 80 or 20. Going under is always a risk. Recovery. It's awful. I've had plenty of surgeries for my cancer. So I understand. It's not, it's not a joke. So the fact that she went you know, under and had a surgery at 80 is a big deal. The one thing that struck me in her voice was she's like, I'm drinking water. <laughs> kind of like, you know, there's, I'm hearing things like, I don't, I, I think I'm drinking enough water. I'm happy I'm drinking water. You know, there's a lot going on with when she said, I'm drinking water. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of water. Okay. So her question is, will she make another stone? How quickly will she make another one when it took her 80 years to make this one? Mayor, you could have made this stone in your 40s. Just never passed. Could have been rattling around in there for a long time. Just didn't move. So it's not like you just made it most likely. It could be, though. You could have made it in the last year. But I don't know. Beside the point, though. Doesn't mean, I guess my point is, it doesn't mean you just made it. It could have been there for decades. It just never moved. There's plenty of people once they are, uh, once they have passed on. If you opened up their kidneys, plenty of people have kidney stones they didn't know because they never moved. There's plenty of cadavers with a lot of stones in uh, their kidneys. It's, it's surprising. But if they never moved, you wouldn't know. So just to be clear, we don't know how long you had that kidney stone, but it did present when you were 80. So how likely is it that you'll get another one? Well, research will show that typically 
typically on the average, which means there's more time that goes in between and less time, between the first and second stone incident is about 10 to 12 years. 50% of people will get that one to, uh, the first one and then 10 to 12 years later, 50% of people will get a second one. If you fall into that category, then the odds are you'll get another one two years later. That's what research shows, okay? But it could become faster, it could be longer. It could be way longer if you do the kidney stone diet. So Mary, if you follow the diet, first of all, I'm gonna ask you because we all know I'm going to, have you had a urine collection? I would ask to get a urine collection. I don't say that, you know, glibly because you're 80 and the doctor may be like, she's 80. She's probably not going to make another one. But I would get a urine collection to see, you know, why you formed that stone. So there's that. Maybe you didn't drink enough. As we age, our sense of thirst gets lessened. And so many of my seniors will tell me, uh, I'm not thirsty. Well, I'm not thirsty every time I'm drinking either, folks, but we still have to drink. I notice that I have less thirst as I age. So we still have to drink. Now, Mary also was kind enough to tell us she's only five feet. She weighed 125 pounds. Now, after watching her sugar and salt, she's down some pounds. Uh, and Mary, there's a couple things I will tell you. I don't want you losing more weight. So pay attention to that, number one. Um you don't have to be so restrictive, but typically when you do the kidney stone diet, you will lose weight because you're paying attention to added sugar and salt. All right. Um, and, you know, your water drinking, pay attention to it. You will hear doctors generically say everybody should drink 100 ounces of water. There's a, a five feet. Where's she going to put 100 ounces of water? So Mary probably doesn't need to drink 100 ounces of water because she's small. But we say at the kidney stone diet, we want to see two and a half liters coming out of you to three liters. So it may be, maybe uh, I weigh 118 pounds. So maybe I'm going to drink a little bit more than Mary to get that. Uh, maybe I'll drink a little bit less if she's eating more salt than me. It's a whole, it's a lot of different things. But. I like that you lost some weight. If that's what you needed to do, Mary, you know, uh, it seems like 115 would be a good weight for you. But, you know, I'd have to talk to you, obviously. I don't know your how your bone frame is and stuff like that. Um, if you follow the kidney stone diet, Mary, you'll probably get another. You will probably not get another stone for the rest of your life. OK, so let's put it that way. If you didn't follow the kidney stone diet, on average, people get their second stone about 10 years later. On average, some people get it a lot quicker. The patients who were calling me, they got a kidney stone two years later. They got another stone. Some people one year later because they didn't do the diet changes. They didn't get a uh, urine collection. They didn't do the diet changes because the doctor said, ah, we'll wait for a second stone to get a urine collection. You know how I feel about that, people. Why would we do that? Let's get it right away so we don't get the second stone. That makes sense to me, but who am I? Um, and so get the urine collection. Follow the kidney stone diet. Make sure that everything's cool in your urine collection because sometimes there's other stuff going on with you, not just salt and sugar, that can lead to a kidney stone. And that's typically high urine calcium. So you want to make sure that's all cool. But, Mayor, honestly, if you follow the diet, odds are you're not going to form another stone. And part of the diet is getting those fluids in, okay? So 
the, the chances are low unless you have another medical condition. I don't know your medical history that's predisposing you to stones. I doubt it only because you're 80 and you haven't had any yet, but you could have other ones. Was there imaging taken? Are there other ones? I, I don't know. So there's lots I still don't know. So I'm going to be careful what I say, but you will greatly reduce your odds of getting another stone if you follow the kidney stone diet. And plus it's just a healthy diet. As you see, you already lost weight. Don't lose much more than this, my friend. Okay. Uh, so make sure you're eating enough too. Lots of times people go through such hell with the kidney stone that they take away a lot of foods that they don't have to. So you can email me, Mary, at jill at kidneystonediet.com and give me a little uh, more stuff, uh, info on you. And so I can, you know, I, I, I'll let you know what I think. Okay. I, I just don't want you losing any more weight. God forbid, honey, you got a cold or you got sick and then you're losing another five pounds with that. And then you don't have a lot of uh, cushion to play with. So I, that would be the first thing if I were talking to you on the phone, I would think about your weight because you've lost 10 pounds and I don't want you losing more. Okay. If that makes sense. And just the fact that you said you're okay with it uh, makes me think that you're thinking about that too. Okay. I don't know, but my spidey senses kind of tell me that. So I'm sorry that you made a stone that's very large. I'm super sorry you had to go through that stupid surgery. Um, follow the kidney stone diet. If you need help with that, uh, you know, send me an email. And, um, you know, it sounds like you're doing everything you can, though, to instill that you don't have another kidney stone. I'm super proud of you for doing it because at 80, folks, she's changing her ways. And again, people will come to me, well, Jill, I've been eating this way my whole life. How am I supposed to do it? And I'm going to say, if Mary can, so can you. So God bless you, Mary, that you're working so hard. I'm, I'm so proud of you. It takes a lot to change after all these years. So good for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's never easy to change. It's it's yeah. always, always an uphill battle. But yeah, she's done. She's done great. And yeah, having such a large stone, too, is painful is painful emotionally and physically and like sort of just yes. the, the anguish that would go with such an experience um yeah we just don't want anyone to have to ever go through that if we can help no mm -mm, that's scary that she went through that that's a very large stone so thank god that she's done with that and over mary get a urine collection please see if the doctor will order for you yeah yeah, so thanks so much, Mary, for your question. If if you're out there and you have a question, the number is 773-789-8763, and we'd love to feature you on a future episode. And again, you can dive into everything kidney stone diet related at kidneystonediet.com. You can get tons of free resources. You can find the email newsletter that Jill sends out every Sunday with a little inspiration to stay on track and um all the premium resources as well but we appreciate each and every one of you who, who tune in and comment and um, have subscribed and shared the show it means a lot it really helps us reach more people and we just want to help as many as we can i think this is 128 episodes in which is mind-boggling <laughs> to me it's amazing yeah but um yeah it's because of each and every one of you so we appreciate all the help so it's amazing yeah with that i think we will wrap and we will see you next week Thank you, Mary, so much. Great question.